the parting shot. I'm just going to say this right here and right now. If you aren't watching The Traders on Peacock, you're missing out on incredible television. I mean, riveting reality television. So just to give you a little bit of a setup, because today's episode is going to be all Traders focused. And it's important because the latest episode is one of the most shocking episodes of reality television in a very long time. And so you're going to want to be caught up to listen to this chat. Oh my God, I'm so excited. So The Traders is kind of like you're living in a game of Clue with a bunch of reality stars. That's kind of what it is. And they're all trying to figure out, like, who are the traitors? And then the traitors are, like, quote, unquote, murdering people. And it's fun, whatever. And it seems silly. But the dynamics of the reality stars and the whole sort of, like, Clue elements just creates an insane game. And the show's in its second season on Peacock. And this season... The three traders are Phaedra Parks from best known for Real Housewives of Atlanta, but also Married to Medicine, uh, Parvati Shallow from Survivor, iconic. She is iconic. And then, of course, Dan Giesling from Big Brother. Now, the past few episodes, there has been so much drama swirling around Dan and Parvati because people are suspecting them as traders. And that's the whole point of the game is that the faithfuls need to figure out who the traders are. And then in the end, people win money and whatever. Anyway, this episode of television, there was a battle between all three traders at the final table where everyone meets to sort of discuss who is the trader at the table. And in this episode, Dan, knowing that he's in the hot seat, decides to not try to pivot attention away onto somebody else so that they don't discover who all of the traders are. No, 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 no. Dan points out all three traders and basically says they're a trader. So he's calling another trader a trader. He knows who the traders are. And it creates a showdown between Dan and Phaedra and a little bit Parvati, but mainly Dan and Phaedra. That is one of the most epic reality television showdowns I have ever seen in reality television. I, and I watch a lot of reality television. When I watched this episode last night, I lost my breath. The way Dan set it up and the way Phaedra came back at Dan and the things that happened in between them and all the other cast members, it was just an amazing hour of television. So you need to go watch that episode of television. You need to watch the last few episodes of The Traders second season because it is very much worth it. And then today I am speaking exclusively with Dan talking about his shocking elimination at the table. He was eliminated. Spoiler alert. You should not be too surprised by that because it's all the Internet is talking about right now, but also how he underestimated Phaedra and why he puts so much trust in Parvati when we know you don't trust Parvati Uh, and so many things, so many things to talk about. So if you're not a big fan of reality television, this episode might not be for you, but it's a fun chat. Please stick around for my chat with Dan Giesling from The Traders. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress-them-on-the-third-date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app today to get free delivery on your first three orders, while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. 
Hello, Dan. It's nice to meet you. Hey, Alan. Nice to meet you as well. I have to thank you and Phaedra and Parvati for creating last night perhaps one of the best episodes of reality television, I think, in the history of reality television. You know, I appreciate that. You know, going into this, when I saw Parvati, I'm like, this is a once in a lifetime shot to work with the Black Widow. We've got to do this. There's no like this is the choice. Yeah, you have to do this. Yeah. How are you feeling after last night? I'm sure you're getting a lot of DMs. Yeah. You know, I've had a long time to process this. Right. So it's been our secret since we shot this a couple months ago. Um, at first, I, I went into this like it's win or it's an absolute failure. Yeah. Like that's like that's my mindset because I'm just I don't lose these games. Yeah. And I, I, it took a moment, um, but one of the things that didn't air, but on kind of on my way out and things were shifting, Kate goes, looks at me and goes at the round table, she's like, Dan, you can't win everything. And I'm like, I'm like, you know what, Kate, you're right. So, um, but I just look at like, Hey, did I do everything I could? Did I play really hard? Did I take a shot? Did I do my best? Yes. Did it work out how I wanted to? No. Um, would yeah. I change a lot of things in hindsight? Yeah, of course. I have like a, a literally list of all my mistakes wow. I made. But in the moment, like I did the best I could with the information I had and, and I don't really regret anything. Yeah. I, well, I'm going to start with the obvious, I think. Yeah. What? Why would you target Phaedra? I'm just going to say that. Why yeah. would you do that? Because That's, me and the rest of America are pissed right now about that. <laughs> I, I, you know, you and the rest of the Bravo fan base on Twitter, I'm, I'm, I'm hearing it everywhere <laughs> in DM. Um, the reason is the way I play this game is I go after people who are in the way of me winning, AKA people who can win this game and are so well insulated. Phaedra had so many friends in the house, had Bergie under her thumb, no suspicion whatsoever. And I got in my mind, I'm like, I, if I'm at this final fire with Phaedra, she could look at someone, wink at him, and I'm gone. And I just, I never saw a path to winning with Phaedra in the game, uh, which was clearly a huge mistake because I really feel like there was, you know, we could have worked together for sure. I just didn't see it at the time. And um, I feel like Phaedra really trusted me and I think is really hurt um, by that move based mm. on you know, what I've seen in postmortem and after yeah. the show. Well, I mean, as Which a, I understand, I yes. understand as a, as a watcher of Phaedra for years now, don't come for Phaedra. She will, she will win. You know, <laughs> I learned that firsthand and she was in the, and the way I use hand to hand combat, like at that table, I got knifed up, you know, like I, I didn't know who Phaedra was. I knew she was a housewife. I didn't know, um, you know, everything she's done, but people on Twitter have been, updating me as to all the things <laughs> yes well and that's sort of the surprising thing so like you know a couple episodes before the the big one that you and Parvati sort of made an agreement to if you need to throw Phaedra under the bus and do you think that you and Parvati underestimated how good Phaedra could be at this game oh you know a thousand percent I think Phaedra was very good at establishing relationships building trust and deflecting um, what, you know, what will be interesting to see is how she plays out things strategically, because when we're in that turret, a lot of it was like leaning on poverty or me to make the decision, which is fine because she doesn't have experience in that. You know, I, I wish I would have leaned on poverty more, but I think she's just so shrewd at navigating situations. It may not matter if she doesn't need to know, like I'm thinking, Hey, 
who do I want at that fire at the end? And I'm moving pieces to do that. Mm-hmm. Where I made the mistake is like, I wasn't looking three feet in front of me mm-hmm. at, you know, more dangerous people. And when you made your case at the table again, I mean, it was, it was a few good men level of you can't handle the truth set up that, I mean, I, you're not a, are you a lawyer? I don't think you're a lawyer. You're not a lawyer. I'm not, no. a lawyer. But, I'm not a lawyer. But you set it up like Tom Cruise in a few good men that breaking it down towards Phaedra. Were you surprised at her rebuttal and how strong it was? Yeah. I mean, it was definitely like if, if I had known who she was, I would have rethought that I had no clue. And it was like, I feel like I opened up this can of worms. And now it's like, I may have just scared anyone at the table forever going after Phaedra because mm-hmm. who would go after her? After that, she had an answer for everything. I certainly did not expect that. One of the things I tried to do, which also hurt, was like, I didn't tell anyone really that I was going to go after her because I was afraid that she would find out. Yeah. And I, I, I'm like, I need this element of surprise because that may be my only shot to catch her. If she tips off MJ and Sheree, that this and Kate, that this is happening, I have no chance. Um, in hindsight, you know, it, it just wasn't very effective. It also just made good TV. I mean, <laughs> good TV, Dan. But the one thing that I was wondering, and, you know, I know you didn't know much about Phaedra going in. Do you think that you, I mean, I was just thinking as I was watching it, why didn't he take more time to get to know Phaedra? Even though you started with Parvati from the very beginning, it feels like you never really even took the time to sort of understand Phaedra's game and who she was and how she could yeah. play, you know? Yeah. I put her and Janelle kind of in the same bucket. Like Janelle, um, I was really concerned about being seen with her so much and getting up. There's Dan and Janelle. So I kept her at arm's distance and I ended up sketching out Janelle because she's yeah. like, why is Dan not talking to me? And I think the same with Phaedra. I was very concerned that people would see us talking and be like, Oh, why are they talking so much? Could be traitors. And that, you know, that's a huge mistake because I really didn't. And I just kind of like the time in the turret was when I talked to her mm-hmm. and, um, you know, in hindsight, I would have loved to like, I really didn't spend much time with her in the house at all because I was so paranoid about mm-hmm. us being seen together as like the original two traitors. Totally. And also with Parvati, I want to pivot to her a little bit because your relationship with Parvati, you know, you know each other's games, you know how each other plays. And she, of course, is an iconic survivor player. Everyone knows that one of the best is awesome. She will be ruthless. I love her so much. But do you are you surprised that she didn't get more heat at the table? Because it seemed I don't know if it was the edit, but it seems like you got a heavy amount of the heat. No. Yeah, it wasn't the edit. She um, it was she was out of the fire really there. Um, no, I wasn't surprised because the way that I've seen the game play out in front of me is like, whoever's talking, if they're not compelling, they're gone. You know, whoever does the most talking at that table is gone. And and she really didn't talk much. That time was basically me against Phaedra. I didn't do a good enough job. So as long as you don't rock the boat, then you're going to be fine. And And I think, um, you know, she did a great job seeing, Hey, this isn't going how Dan wants it to let me pivot. And yeah. so I don't throw my game away. Yeah. I mean, do you think, cause I mean, it is, it seems like the target is like on her now going forward. And obviously yeah. you, you weren't there to see it, but like, what kind of, what do you think she should do after you kind of blew up a lot of that? Like, I mean, you, you really changed her game in a way too. How do you think she should go forward? Yes. Yeah, you know, I would think or hope that she probably uses this as a, 
way to bond even more with Phaedra. Cause she's like, you know, she could totally be like, Oh, I had no idea. Like, let's make sure we stick together to the end of the game. And I think that covers her. She does that. That covers her with the Bravo people because Phaedra will make sure, Hey, stay off poverty. If she does a good enough job with that. Um, it'll be interesting to see how Peter makes his decision. Um, because in the house you're like, yeah, Peter can still be worked over. But as you're watching this and seeing his confessionals, it's like, this dude is a rock solid faithful. And like, it's almost like against his character to even consider being a traitor. I'll be interested to see what he does. If he takes it, I'm going to be like, dude, go win this thing right now. Because yeah. if you can pivot and then do that and get to the end, I'm yeah. like, dude, well, that'd be awesome. That's see. what I wanted to ask you too. So like Peter's game initially was pretty quiet and he was sort of just like, I mean, I'm going to say it. He was Uh-oh. the boring bachelor. And then in the past couple episodes, he snuck up on you and figured stuff out and became kind of uh, kind, kind of the dangerous pilot in a way. I mean, it seems like he was about ready to crash the plane. So, like, were you surprised by Peter's game? I 1,000% underestimated him. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you've been thought in there. Like, Parvati's like, hey, this is a trap. I, you think he could be lying? I, I think we should play it safe. I just didn't think he had it in him to like set this elaborate trap. I'm like, there's no way pilot Pete is doing this. Yeah. And then when I saw that he did it, like inside, I'm like, okay, that's not good for my game, but also like, I love it. Like, this is why I play these games to like, you want to see these maneuvers and not a lot of people do that kind of stuff. Even the early stuff he did with Kevin to just cause like a little chaos. Yeah. I'm like that stuff. I love that stuff. Cause that's what this is about. You don't know how things are going to play out. And it was interesting to see really, I thought for the first time in the history of the traders, like the, the faithful, like found a way to like take some power and control over the game. You don't really see that. It's more of just yeah. like, you know, they're taking blind shots and, and I love it. You know, I, that's, that's why I'm, I'm here. Like I, I love watching reality TV for moves like that. Most of the time I'm the one setting the traps and getting people, but yeah. I can appreciate the fact that he set a trap and he got me. Who surprised you the most in the house? I, I think Peter really did. He um he gets the the kind of meta strategic game and he's good at the one to one stuff and rallying people. Um Phaedra surprised me not on the strategy stuff, but on like the being able to deflect and being so eloquent and so convincing. Uh those were the two big ones for me. Um, you know, I just think that Peter is driving that faithful ship and they got to be careful. You know, the mm-hmm. traders have got to be careful. And, and I just, it's going to be such a dynamic episode to see what he decides. Cause it's, I think that decision affects the entire game. Like, yeah. Who, that decision is going to determine who wins this whole thing. Well, and also the addition of Kate in a way, I mean, <laughs> she at that table, she'd only been there. What? the day I think. And all of a sudden she's joining Phaedra in your takedown, which it was okay. She doesn't know anything, but yet it was, what did you, when you were in that table and she was reacting the way she was, what were you thinking? Oh, I'm just like, so when, to take a step back, when Alan slammed the chair down and I'm like, is Alan sitting down? I don't get this. And I see Kate turn the corner and I saw season one. I'm just like, oh man, like this, like she's someone whose radar, BS radar is maybe the most dialed in I've ever seen in my life. Yeah. And so I had some time to like, and, and to her credit, she came in as a blank slate. You know, she didn't come with any preconceived notions. Um, I, I do think she she was very aware of me because she had played with Cody the year, you know, the last season and very similar. But um, when I would talk to her, I could tell whatever I was saying was not swaying her at all. And I think she's um, very dangerous in terms of 
you can not only sense if something's true or not, but also will call someone out in a second with, it's like, yeah. there's no filter. It's like from synapse to on and the round table. And like, that's hard to defend against because she's so convincing. One of the things that I always think about in episodes like this, because they are so rare to see someone who is at the top of their game, go down so spectacularly and it's so rare in reality television and it's so good, which is why it's one of the best episodes ever. I think when you're in it, when you're playing it, did you think that that was your day to go home? Did you know something? It was going that way. No, you know, I, I always make a, a lot of mistakes and I felt like traders is no different, but I always have runway to make, correct my mistakes or find a way out. Or, and, and this, this game, I didn't have enough runway, but I, at no point did I ever think, Hey, this move against Phaedra is not going to work. I'm like, this has a chance to work. Do I think it's hundred percent? No. Um, and, and really, you know, it's like the pride comes before the fall. It, it always worked in the past. Like, why would it, why would it not work now? Yeah. Well, maybe because, you know, she's an incredible lawyer and has had to deal with fighting people off on a wide range of shows her entire career. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I just appreciate it. You know, it, it, um, it was kind of like you sat there and you'd be like, all right, Someone got me. You yeah. Know? Yeah. yeah. I, I appreciate it. It's so interesting. I went back. So I, I'm uh, of the, of the CBS reality shows. I've always been more of a survivor person. And so I yeah. didn't initially watch your season and I didn't know much about you going into this season. And my friend Carson from survivor 44, he was like, you have to watch Dan's for You have to watch his big brother. And so I went back and I did, and you were an amazing player. I want to know how, how does the traders compare to the big brother and, and were you surprised by the type of game traders turned out to be? Yeah. You know, and, and I sat down with the um, executive producers and we're talking and they're like, they're like, Hey, what's your strategy? And they told me to go, damn, this is not big brother. It's a lot faster. I'm like, yeah, 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 yeah. I, I got you. You know, and it's like big brother. I have infinite opportunities to talk to people and I spend a lot of time getting to know them their personalities, what their hot buttons are, who they trust, who they don't. And then I talk strategy. Mm-hmm. I didn't ran the same playbook here thinking it's going to work, but it's a totally different game. It's so much fast, more fast paced. And I didn't adapt fast enough. And, and there were so many signs for me to adapt. You know, there's even a moment in one of the challenges, like who needs to talk up more? Dan, you can't argue that. That's like, yeah, that's like great data. It's like people will kill for that data. Mm-hmm. And I just didn't pivot fast enough. Yeah. Um, and then just how I play the game, you know, the way I'm wired is to more like work people one-on-one um, and but, but get to know people one-on-one in a group. I'm not very good. I'm not very effective because I am a little bit more reserved and quiet, but one-on-one I can talk to anyone two-on-one, but in these group situations for me, it was uncomfortable. Um, but, but I enjoyed it. Yeah, that's one of the things that after going back so recently and watching your your big brother experiences and seeing how good you are at building relationships and talking with people one on one. And that's why I was like, talk with Phaedra, (laughs) please do what you did before. Talk with Phaedra. She's fun, you know? Yeah. No, yeah, and and I think in a in an alternate life, like there's probably like some amazing television with you know, the odd couple, me and Phaedra working together. Oh yeah. Um, it, just, it just, it just didn't work out. Oh yeah, like definitely. Cause, she, Cause she's great TV. You know, yeah. she's incredible TV. Well, and that's the other thing too, is that, you know, going into big brother, I'm going to show you with all stars, it would be a similar crew, but like, this is a crew of reality TV stars from different franchises that are just 
different and wild. Do you think the players itself made the game different for you? Yeah, I mean, I think the cast has made is why this show is amazing. It's like you take all these amazing characters from different worlds and you put them in the show and it's like, you know, you have a great game and you just let walk away and watch what happens. And yeah. and I think you're seeing just that, but um, you know, I think I definitely over, I didn't look at the non survivor and big brother people as much of threats as I should have. You know, I looked at Sandra, Janelle and Parvey. I'm like, okay, I got to watch these people. I want to work with them. But the other people I'm like, this is their first rodeo, mm-hmm. you know? And some of them are pretty darn good at riding horses, I learned. Yeah, so. definitely. Well, my last question for you is, you came out of retirement for this. This is where we've welcomed you back into reality television. And thank you for giving us an amazing moment of reality television. Oh, thanks for covering the show. Of course. Do you think that you will be doing more now after this? My, my email is a lot busier now than it used to be. But yeah. to me, this was like, this was very special. You know, I, when I've been off for 10 years, it's not like, shows haven't reached out to me. I'm just like, I don't want to just come back to come back. Like I wanted to come back for something like this, where I knew there would be some big dogs here. I knew the game was fun and different. Um, I just, I really, I really love my life. You know, um, I'm married. I have three little kids, you know, I broadcast on Twitch. Like I love it, you know? And, and this was to me was like, I, I, there's times when I sit back, I'm like, man, I look at this cast and I'm like, I'm so lucky. Like I'm just kind of like a normal guy that's really good at playing these games. And then I get to go home. And I really love that. I, I you know, I, I don't have aspirations to be on television, you know, every year. I just, I love playing these games. And if, if I think it's extremely unlikely you'll ever see me again, unless there's a compelling game like this that mm-hmm. comes around and it, they don't come around very often because yeah. I think people have been waiting for a game like the traders. And now you see why it's having so much success because it's just a fun game with a lot of great personality. Definitely. Well, Dan, thank you so much for taking the time to chat with me. And thank you again for making a great episode of television. <laughs> My pleasure. Don't underestimate. Watch it. Phaedra on Real Housewives. I, Go back. I will. I will. Nice meeting you. <laughs> nice meeting you too. Take care. I am telling you, you need to be watching The Traders. You just need to be watching it. It is I'm still I'm still kind of breathless from that episode. I have watched that roundtable discussion, the showdown between Phaedra and Dan at least five times now. I posted about it on Instagram. I can't stop thinking about it. And neither will you. Please go watch it. And also, you have a lot more traders to look forward to on this podcast because I will be speaking with other people as they get eliminated. But also... I will be speaking with the ultimate winner in the end, and they'll be in the magazine and everything. So you have a lot to look forward to with me and the traders. It's going to be very exciting. Anyway, thank you so much for listening to The Parting Shot. You know what to do. Go leave a little rating and review wherever you're listening to this podcast. And maybe follow me on the socials. I'm H. Allen Scott on everything. I would love to know if you're watching The Traders. I want to know. Also, stick with Newsweek for all the news and all the podcasts and everything else. Just go to Newsweek.com and subscribe to my newsletter for the culture. I'll be talking more about The Traders there, too. Don't worry. Yeah, it's going to be lots of fun things coming up. So, again, thank you so much for listening. And have a great weekend. And if you're listening to this next week, hope you had a good weekend. (laughs) 